going on, Bromeo? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington. Yes, we got another episode of the TRX for Talks, and this is episode number 207. Today, we're going to be talking again about foam rolling and, uh, you know, why we should stop running from pain, because a lot of people don't foam roll because they're scared of being in pain. And you know what? Foam rolling is good, but we're going to talk about that, and we're going to also talk a little bit about why it's important to sometimes you know, subject yourself to pain. There's some scientific reasons. We're going to give you some scientific, not just my opinion. We're going to talk about some scientific stuff in this episode. So stay tuned because I got some good information that just might change your life or at least might change your day. <laughs> Anyways, before we get this episode underway, I'd really appreciate if you would subscribe to this podcast. You know, if you subscribe, you will automatically be notified when one of these new episodes just like this comes out. You'll get one of those dings on your phone. You know what I'm talking about. Whatever your notification setting is, my notification is uh, Taylor Swift. I love me some Taylor Swift, and she every time I get a phone call, it's a Taylor Swift song. Every time I get a text message, it's Taylor. Anyways, Taylor, I see you got a countdown. I hope your countdown is not for getting married, girl. There's still a chance. <laughs> I don't know why I just went off that tangent. But anyways, look, episode number 207 is underway. Rolling into the pain. Lego! So yeah, pain. Nobody loves that stuff, right? Well, I guess they have those masochists that kind of love pain and you know, those people that get off on that stuff. I guess they had a whole couple movies on those, right? The Fifty Shades of Grey. But anyways, that's not the type of pain I'm talking about. The type of pain I'm talking about is the self-inflicted pain that you get from foam rolling, a.k.a. myofascial releases. All right, so let's talk about this. I've talked about it before a few times, but why not go over it again? So your fascia is that covering that goes on the outside of your muscles. And that fascia, it gets gunked up sometimes. You do a lot of lifting of weights, you do a lot of cardio, and you don't do a lot of stretching. Or even if you do a lot of stretching, sometimes it happens. You get a get buildup of scar tissue, and your your fascia, they don't really move that much. So you know, after a while, you get the stuff gunked up. And it's just like if you think about having a, 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 a clogged drain, you know, like your stuff, fluid kind of pumps in and out of there, but it's just not that efficient. And eventually it stuff backs up, and sometimes that might mean a pulled muscle, or a lot of times it just means an inefficient movement of the muscle because you just don't have the range of motion and your, your muscle fibers and spindles are all shortened up. So that's why it's important to do a myofascial release. I actually talked about this uh, a little bit ago on Instagram, and I was talking about foam rolling and rolling your feet. Now, there's actually a special way to roll your feet. I do that a lot when I'm running because when you run, all that pounding on the pavement, yeah, definitely, it takes its toll on your feet, you know? So what I do is, uh, because I broke my leg a while back, my ankles were a little weak, and if I don't run and consistently stay on my feet, I can feel the weakness coming back in my ankles. So what I have to do every time I run, I have to make sure that I roll my feet out with a lacrosse ball. And I tell you, it is not fun. It is definitely not a good feeling. But I tell you what's a worse feeling is having my feet hurt while I run or having my knees and ankles hurt when I run. And that happens when I don't 
roll my feet because my feet get really tight and like I don't I can't push off my toes so it's almost like I'm slapping the ground and that slapping of the ground it creates a you know perpetuating reverberation if you will up my leg and through my shins and through my knees and through my hips and if I don't control that that landing you know then if I don't have my feet prepared to land, and I, it becomes a problem because, as I said, it's like I'm slapping the ground, and essentially what happens is that I have all my body weight, instead of being absorbed, it goes all through my body like a shockwave. And eventually, it's not only my feet that hurt, but then my ankles start hurting a lot, and then my knees start hurting. So I try to nip it in the bud and make sure that I always roll my feet. Now, I don't roll my hips and my legs as often as I do with my, my feet, but I don't really have as many issues because I do roll my feet. At least, that's what I believe. Now, there's a reason why people, I wanted to talk about this, and uh, I want to talk a little about probably more about this in the conclusion but there's a reason why people actually avoid pain you know there's a thing that is, there's there's a doctor named Daniel Kahneman and he's a very famous social psychologist and he talks about the fast thinking brain and the slow thinking brain and he also has talked about our perceived happiness or what we now call well-being you know because happiness is so vague nowadays and we he says that well-being is a well is a better descriptor of what most of us are looking for in our lives so he talks about pain and he talks about happiness and he talks about essentially what we have is a as i said we have a slow thinking brain and we have a fast thinking brain and with that slow thinking brain we tend to analyze we use our our cognitive abilities to essentially think about what we want to do with our life and you know how we perceive our experiences and on the same note we also have the fast thinking brain that's mostly responsible for our emotions and for evocations of emotions I should say I should say as well as you know our reactionary uh, movements you know if you put your hand on the stove you're going to quickly move your hand off now we when we talk about that slow thinking brain we talk about uh, these two different types of of thinking within that slow thinking brain, and that is the, uh, th- the the perceiving brain and the experiencing brain. And essentially, what happens is that when you have your your when you, when you ask your perceiving brain, you event you actually get a different answer about the experience than you get from your experiential brain. And the issue with that is that. A lot of times we live off the experiential brain. That's what our memories more or less come from. Our procedural brain, more or less, you know, the brain that is that is responsible for thinking about what's going on in the moment is those memories are essentially gone. That's like our short-term memory. No, essentially, those memories are essentially gone. But pain. Or the perception of pain is something that normally lingers. And if that pain is something that is sharp and abrupt and something that is really uncomfortable and it doesn't have an immediate benefit, well then your brain immediately stores that as a not good stimulus. Even though it might be good for you, and even though you might logically know it's good for you, your brain will remember that pain and will associate that pain with something that you don't want to go back to. So 
as I said, there is a, a scientific reason why we avoid pain because your brain essentially stores any of your n- unpositive or negative experiences in the br- in it in its memory banks as something that you want to avoid. And no matter how much you try to logistically or logically go back to that thing that is good for you, you are more or less going to find some kind of resistance. And that resistance might just be enough for you to not do it. And that can happen with a lot of things in life. And we're actually going to talk about that a little bit more in the final thought. But before we get into that final thought, I'm actually going to have a little commercial break for you. If you've been thinking about recording your own podcast, I've actually gotten some feedback from some people that are starting their own podcast. It's really amazing. So this commercial apparently is working. So if you have a podcast that you're thinking of starting, you have any uh, topics that you think might be worthwhile to talk about for, you know, say, five, ten minutes, you know, who knows how long it could be. But if you let me know about it, I will definitely make sure that I shout you out and tell people about your podcast as well. Anyways, let's go ahead and get into that commercial break and I'll catch you on the other side. Talk to you soon. Right, thanks so much for sticking around after that commercial break. So, as I was saying, I wanted to talk a little bit more about this pain as it pertains to your real life. So, obviously, we all know that pain sucks. You know that pain is not the most fun thing to experience, and most people want to run away from it. But the thing is about pain is that it's inevitably something that is going to teach us something about our lives. I know it's, it sucks, and I know it doesn't sound like it's the smartest thing to do is to run into pain. And for the most part, it's not a smart thing to do to run into pain. But if you can analyze exactly what's going on in your life, so say, for instance, you're trying to lose weight, and the pain from losing weight that you're experiencing is the pain of eating salads or the pain of eating less in general or the pain of working out. That pain sucks, and of course you're going to run away from it. But if you analyze it, if you take a look at it, and actually look at it logically instead of from an emotional standpoint, which is what we all do. That's kind of what we are as human beings. Is we're emotional creatures. Anybody you can, you can ask anybody, you can look it up anywhere, and essentially we lead with our emotions. But, 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 there's a huge but to that. The thing is that once you learn how to analyze it, once you actually learn how to be less emotional and be more logical. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't be emotional at all because sometimes, as, as I was talking about, there's two different types of thinking. You know, you have your, your slow thinking brain and your fast thinking brain. You want to make sure that, you know, sometimes that emotion can trigger you to feel that pain and want to make sure that you're taking your hand off a stove or it, can, it obviously can prevent you from experiencing danger. But at the same time, that danger may be just a perceived danger, and you have to make sure that but you have to make sure that that perceived danger is really a danger and not just something that you're afraid of because you are remembering or recalling a previous experience in which you felt a little bit of discomfort or pain. 
So that's what I have for you today. I just want you to consider that pain is not necessarily a bad thing. A lot of times it is a bad thing, obviously. Uh, otherwise, uh, we wouldn't experience it. But there are times where we have a perceived or perception of pain that really isn't something that is beneficial for us. So take a look at what's going on in your life. Obviously, that is correlated a lot with, uh, you know, that perceived pain is correlated a lot with addictions and just not living the type of life that we want to have. So if you want to live a good life, if you're, you know, if you're addicted to food or addicted to drinking or drink addicted to any kind of drugs or addicted to any kind of emotions that, you know, aren't helpful for you. And we know that, you know, you can't be addicted to emotions because essentially, as human beings, we are hormones. <laughs> We're meat sacks with hormones that are reacting to these hormones. And obviously, it has a, that's a simplistic uh, view of how <laughs> we exist. But essentially, everything that we have is a reaction to a specific amount of, or uh, to a specific blend of hormones that gets released into our body. So, if we can exert control over that reaction, then you know we can still be those people that have these hormones that go to that, that course through our body and these feelings that course through our our veins. But we can have control of these feelings because we can logically think about what these uh, these feelings mean, and we can logically address these uh, these issues that that may be holding us back or maybe uh, putting us ahead of other people. So, uh, yeah, that's what I got for you today. That's, uh, that's kind of what I was thinking about in respect to uh, pain. You know, it's something that I, just like anybody else, I avoid. You know, I've been uh, slacking in my workouts. I've been eating a lot more than I should be because I feel like I deserve it or, you know, because I've been working hard, I deserve to have a, a cake or something like that. And, you know, that's good every once in a while. But, you know, there's a def- there's definitely uh, something to be said about having discipline, even though discipline does sometimes cause a little bit of pain. But anyways, that's what I want you to consider today. All right. So thank you so much for listening. Whenever you're listening, I really appreciate you uh, listening and I hope you're having a great day. I don't want you to forget to uh, share this podcast with your friends and make sure that you are leaving a rating and review. And as always, keep good company. Thank you.